second place. I lost before V. And today? I was, I was 700 pounds late because I didn't really know the weight of the tractor. And I was the first time I ever pulled her. And today. Today. Well, let's talk about today. <laughs> I put her in a 16,000 pound class. I put her in her gear. They were all 280, 290. One was 310, maybe 312. And you were? I put her in at 370 feet right in the sand pond. The only mistake I made, I didn't put her in a registration booth with the girl. <laughs> Hello everybody, Steve Schultz here with the Beer Money Pulling Team. I am sitting in Steve Hoven shop in Princeton, Texas. And I, yes, I have a John Deere hat on, mean green pulling. So, and he, but Charles, the only reason I wore that is because he's given me bird dog peach whiskey. So it's good stuff, good stuff. Guys, Let's Grow Pulling is brought to you by the Outlaw Truck and Tractor Pulling Association every Monday night, 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. Sometimes there's a bunch of us on here. And well, this week, it's Charles, it's just down to like, you know, the, the really important people, you, me, and Cody. So Charles Post joins us every Monday night. Charles, wave at everybody. Point down at Cody. Cody Vanderholm, Vanderholm Media. Cody, point at Steve. Steve Dye is going to be our first guest tonight. We're going to talk to him about the Kentucky Invitational Truck and Tractor Pull a little bit. But being as I'm sitting in Steve's shop in Princeton, Texas, and there's a John Deere sign behind me. I thought we'd let Steve talk a little bit. So Steve, can you tell everybody kind of who you are and what you do in pulling? And then we are going to start Alter Ego. So what? A little bit later, guys. I'm Steve Hoven. Uh, got started when I was a kid up in Illinois, actually, garden tractor pulling. Moved down here as an adult. 
uh, started a family and uh, another couple guys from up north moved down and started a club here. And uh, so we've just built on that over the years. I believe we started in 2001. Uh, I came along in 2007 and uh, just kind of progressed and uh, moved into the, from the garden tractor, the gas garden tractors up to the diesels. Uh, pro stock diesel is what I enjoy the most. I've got two pro stock diesels. I've got one, uh, what we call hot stock gas tractor. That's alter ego. That's alter ego. Yeah. Charles is all excited. I posted a picture of that tractor. Really. <laughs> and uh, so we mainly, the pro stocks pretty much just run up north. We do run down here locally, but uh, more of an exhibition run. Uh, we really don't have a class for us down here. So I haven't been running uh, 2020 and really 2019. We didn't run a whole lot. But uh, once my kids get a little bit older and I've got one graduating, we'll move on and start traveling again is the, the intent. And it's so, the Lone Star? Lone Star Garden Tractor Polars is who we are down here in Texas. Now, do you guys have like Facebook presence? We do. Okay. We, we've got LSGTPA is our Facebook page. And uh, I've got a Mean Green polling page. Um, like I say, we're a little bit slow right now with COVID and getting everybody started again. And we did lose uh, some members over the, the COVID thing. So, uh, but just trying to get things rolling again. And uh, I mean, that's, that's, that's what we do. Well, thanks for welcoming into your shop. And thank you. I got, again, Mean Green Pooling. Check them out on Facebook. And we are going to start a tractor, guys, Charles, Cody, later. Okay, I promise. Won't we, be a smoker. It won't be a smoker, but we're still going to start something. So That's good. Have we, ever started, have we ever started anything, Charles, on the show before? I don't think we have. So that couldn't be a first. Yes, we're gonna. Have, I'm excited right, about that. Good deal. So, make hopefully it count. It hopefully, yeah, hopefully it starts, Charles. He says. So. Well, Lexi. Okay, so guys, it's the 27th of December, obviously, and uh, we're what uh, a week and a half away, Steve. Right from your guys' big event in Lexington. Yes. And then what? The week after that, then is that ship Shawana? So it's gonna go bang bang, right? Two right out of the gate. Yes. For indoor. Uh, thanks, sir. I'm not sure about Before yeah, we get into like the want to be right after you guys at Lexington, and then then it goes to Ocala, Florida, for you guys at Light Limited Super, and then from there, I mean, if you if you got a Light Limited Super, you can hook all damn summer or all winter. <laughs> well, Steve, for those of you that don't know who you are, or us who don't know who you are, please kind of tell us who you are, where you live. I got a couple of pictures of the tractors. I'll throw up on the screen for people. Why don't you start talking? All right, name's Steve Dye. I'm from uh, Pulaski County, Kentucky. Uh, pull a light limited super stock called the Fincher Fugitive. It's a black 560. Uh, bought the original rolling chassis out of Wisconsin. Uh, brought it back to Kentucky and uh, went through it. And me and my brother and some help with some other friends. Uh, Built a motor and stuff for it. It's got a DT360 converter dial hall in it. Uh, don't really know the horsepower. Never been to a uh, dyno. Uh, just pull a lot of mid south PPL, uh, KTPA, TNT, and uh, ball bluegrass. I run uh, and run Middle Tennessee. So, uh, 2017, I got lucky and won the points in the Middle Tennessee pulling championship. Wound up third in KTPA in 2018. I won the KTPA points and wound up third in Middle Tennessee. For those two years, with a lot of running and a lot of fixing stuff late nights, just to try to stay in the points race and keep up in the top. So, you know, uh, I got a brother that's a heck of a mechanic. Now we're a two tractor team. We have uh, 
under the influence tractor, which is old only known tractor that Tim Fox bought off of him, and uh, my brother bought it off of Tim, so we've got two light limited super stops we run now. I don't know if you remember this. We, I think you were standing there. We, when the the photos that Jason just put up, that those were from White Pine, Tennessee, 2019, and yep. um, I think it was the second night. I was standing around. I, I want to say you were standing there with Larry Anderson, and he made the comment. And, and for those who don't know Larry, he, he's known as Roach. He said, boys, I'm going to hit the sand pile tonight. It might even be wheelie bars first, but brother, we're going. <laughs> that's just that, – but that's just how light limited super rolls down there. It, like, you guys are all in together, and it's competitive as all get out. You guys are all tough. And uh, – but, you know, you have a sense of humor about it doing what you do. Oh, yeah, it uh... – you know, that second night there, I think, because the night Greg Jones had that crash, wasn't it? And he got pulled with his tractor and rolled it off, broke the front wheel off and everything. You remember that? that uh, I, do. I do. I do. He didn't have no paint on it, but it, it crashed and he come down on the left front wheel. And the front wheel come off and dug the wheel bars and the skid bars in the ground and everything. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's like me and my brother. We're brothers, we love each other, but when you drop that hook, we're, you know, we're out for blood. It don't matter if you're brother or friend or what, you know, everybody's out for blood. You guys run down there, you know, it's you guys run on the light side. You know, the, the Kentucky thing is, is to run 6,000 pounds. And, um, w you know, what is it about going light limited super down there that the stick to 6,000 and, and not 6,200? I don't know really uh, what it is. Uh, I've run 6,000 and 6,200. At 6,000, I think it's more more how to set your tractor up and uh, how to read the track and the right spot on the track and everything. But, I mean, as far as the 6,000, 6,200, my tractor likes even one. You know, if I can lose some weight, I'd be a lot better off at 6,000. But it's just, you know, it's... It's a different matter at 6,000 pounds than it is, even at 6,200. I'll be the first to admit it is. And my tractor likes 6,200, but I don't know. It seems like i got more control at 6,000. I may not have, but just, you know, I'm comfortable either way. It don't, you know, you got to learn how to set the tractor up. And sometimes I'm not, I'm not big on dropping a hitch, and it bites me in the rear end most of the time, you know. That's the thing. Yeah, it's learning how to set it up. So you, you got this big indoor deal going on at Lexington. What's that what's that venue like? I I've you know, it's been this is the 10th year now for the Kentucky Invitational and you've been a part of it I think since the first year. What's it like being in that venue? Oh, it's it's a good venue, man. It's it's good. The competition's tough. Uh it first started, of course, it's like any other pool you go to indoor in the winter it takes a while to build and get the crowd there and everything but you know you you draw a lot of top-notch trucks and tractors in there from across several different states i mean these guys from wisconsin been down there david bear's been here brian miller's been here brian miller's won it a couple times i think i mean you know i've got to know him over the years i got to know david bear i got to know the spiegelbergs you know just and I, i'm getting to know some guys from ohio man i mean it's 
you make friends everywhere you go. And I mean, it's just a great atmosphere. And like I said, the first several years, it was hard getting people in the seats. But I'm telling you, they didn't get to have it last year because of COVID. But the year before, on Saturday night, it was a packed house. It was shoulder to shoulder. I think there was people standing at the top watching because there wasn't no seats up. And it's just it's getting bigger and bigger and bigger every year, you know. And it's a lot of guys like me don't get to go to Louisville, somewhere like that. This is not Louisville, you know. This this Lexington, Chipsalona, somewhere like that, on Cali, Florida. I went to Old Cali, Florida last year. Had a ball. First time I've ever been there. I will go back. And Murfreesboro, you know that that's our Louisville pulls. That's our indoor winter hooks. That you know. For us, the light limit super stops. That's our level. You know, that's that's our yearly pool. Now that that venue, it's it's known as you know, it's it's part of the Kentucky Horse Park, which is if you ever get to go, gorgeous venue, and there's a lot to see and do there. What's the track like being down there on the actual floor? Is it is it pounded out? Is it is it tramped in like horse venue kind of seems to be, or is, or is it something else? Now, the last three or four years, it's got better, and, you know, they built the track, and they got the guy that runs the place. He's the one that builds the track, along with Eddie carrying them, and Eddie's got a lot to do with it. Eddie can build a heck of a track now, and I'm telling you, the last couple of years, it's hooked pretty good. I mean, you know, it's 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 hooked really good. You can get a good bite on it if you set your tractor up right, you know. And, Tim, take notes, because these, these questions are coming your way next. <laughs> He smiles. He's hearing this. <laughs> I hear you. Tim's been there before. It's they say it's a good track, ain't it, Tim? It is, yeah. Steve, what's like um for fans that maybe have never been to Lexington before or they've been there, how many days is it? Or do you know like the start times and any of the real like admission prices or anything like that? Or we can send them to the Facebook page or Let's kind of do that promoter hat a little bit. All right. Uh, it's a 6th, 7th, and 8th. It's a Thursday night, Friday night. Then they have a Saturday afternoon session, and then they have the final on Saturday night. Now, Thursday night, I don't know how many they take, but they take uh, they have the Super Mod 2, Super Mod 4s, Light Limited Super Stocks, uh, 10,000 Hot Farms, and I'm think I'm leaving one out. I may not be, but anyway, those classes pull Thursday night and Friday night. I know, and I'm sure I'm missing one. I don't really know, but I think the to get in is 25 bucks per session, except for the finals. And don't hold me to this, but I think it's 35 on Saturday night finals. And the start time is at 7 p.m. I had a quick perusal through the entry list, at least for your class, Steve. And it looks like it's it's kind of kind of more alcohol biased, but I don't think that's out of line with what TNT and and the Kentucky group puts on. You will find mostly alcohol tractors. Is that kind of your experience? Yeah, there's there's several days that start to get into it now, and uh, of course Travis Gordon's a tough competitor, and you got the uh, Kentucky Slave Hunter, Hunter, Brent, Nathan Moore, they switched to diesel. Uh, Dylan Dittweiler built a diesel. You got Richard Taylor with a diesel. Uh, I think Chris Newsom is in there with a diesel. 
you know, there's there's several diesel tractors in there. Lens and lower, of course, you can't forget him. He's tough. I mean, that, that, I don't care if you're on diesel or alcohol. They're all tough in this class. I mean, you know, it, it's a tough class. Something that's a little bit of curiosity to me, and, and I, I like getting any of you guys, light limited super guys, to talk about this, and that's the region, regional concern with tires. And here in the northern states, Wisconsin, Michigan, western New York, it seems like the 24.5 seemed to work. But we all run also a lot heavier than you guys do. We run 62 or 6,500. You guys down there at 6,000, you guys find a way to make the 30.5s float and you make them work. Uh, what, you know, would, maybe you don't want to give away the farm, but what do you found? Why, why does it work down there? I don't know if it's the dirt or what it is. I, I really don't know. I've, I've not really got to go up north and run a lot, you know, like in Ohio or Pennsylvania or New York or nowhere like that. But it seems like the 30.5s, they've been some guys trying 24.5s. They're a heavier tire than the 24.5s are. It seems like the 30.5s, you can make weight, weight better. But it just seems like they look up better down here for some reason or another. Now, it's, I have seen some tracks we're on that a 24.5 will look better than a 30.5, but it's seems like they're feeling far between down here, you know, and it's, like you said, a lot to do with the weight difference, too. Uh, Fair enough, and I, I know there's guys up here who traveled down there and tried, tried to do the reverse, and there, you know, there aren't as many, I don't think. I don't, there's not as many guys from up here who've gone down there to, to mix it up with you guys, so, you know, it's, part of it but uh yeah it's it's fascinating to me to see how that plays out for you guys yeah i, I i've never tried to set a 24.5s and the simple reason because of the weight i have tried some hp tires you know the popular tires they're just too heavy you can't make it at six thousand with them uh most everybody down here knows a 10 ply old style puller, you know, 30.5s with a light rim, you know, like a, I use an older gristle rim or a lighter weight Midwest or, you know, some kind of rim like that, something that's lighter to help make the weight at 6,000. And it, it's still hard to make it at 6,000. Like I said, you know, a lot of times I don't want to drop the draw bar, but I do, but, you know, sometimes I don't and it bites me. And that's that's an interesting point too. Like, you know, the, even at even at sixty two hundred, it's tough to make like say a thirty point five puller two thousand with the weight because they're they're heavier tire, and so maybe the difference is you know the twenty four point five being able to be on the puller two thousand carcass, maybe the shape makes up for it versus the old style thirty point fives. I don't know. But, um, you know, it's, yeah, it's, it's just interesting to, to see where guys choose to go with, with that. Yeah, a lot of it's, a lot of it's poor parents, you know. I've just, I've never really tried a 24-5, you know. It's, I've always thought about it, but what's working is working, I'm going to leave it alone, you know. Yeah, don't, don't disagree with that. If it's working, just leave it alone. Yeah. But, uh, you know, there's a, like I said, I made the trip down to Ocala last year, had a big time, set for Saturday night, got home, started checking stuff out, found a lot of my own oil filter, burned a piston down there. Took me quite a while to get some pistons in, missed the first six hooks of the season with the, 
Mid-South PPL, still wound up, I think, uh, sixth in the points. So, you know, it wasn't bad. Got lucky. Any questions any of you guys got for Steve? Uh, drop them in the comments. Let's get them in here. I'm trying to show some pictures and stuff from the Facebook page while we're talking. And yeah, Tim, no, we can get, I mean, we can get Tim on at any time as too. He's ready to go. I got some pictures queued up of his beautiful thin blue line. Steve, with the with the light limited super stock tractors, that's probably one of the most popular classes in the South. Is that is that safe to say? Yeah, that or the Dr. Mesher's in the two wheel drive class, you know, it's it's either that or the two wheel drive class or one of the other. I mean, I think it's the most two popular classes down here. Uh, you know, there's a lot of good tractors in Tennessee and Kentucky and Indiana and Ohio and Wisconsin and I mean they're all over, man. I mean these guy hit me up tonight. Won't know if I knew where a tractor was at for sale. I said, Well, any of for sale for the right price, you know, if you want one. Yeah, Depends on what you're looking for. <laughs> but, uh, oh, yeah. My friend Bob Barbie working on Tim Mester truck. We didn't run the season because hauler issues. I'm going to run it. Turn it over to Tim. I'll let him pick it up from there. Tim, who is that? Hmm. Uh, I'm not Barbie. sure. They're not registered. They didn't register, so we don't know who they are. So I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It might have been Jamie, uh, Jamie Qualls, maybe. I, I, I don't know that. Yeah, that looks like his yeah. English, and I love my Jamie, but that looks like his English. <laughs> Tim, so. or, or William Wilkinson, one of the two. Yeah. <laughs> my dad used to say everything has a price. That's for sure. Steve, yeah. um, how old were you when you first started pulling? Or how many years? Kind of. How did you get started, Steve? Die. Well. <laughs> I've been around it all my life. Uh, my dad started taking this when we was little bitty, and we kind of fell in love with the den, and uh, I don't know, I guess 12, 14 years ago, uh, we got into garden tractor pulling, kind of like behind you there, which we had the red ones instead of the green ones, but kind of what we got now, but, uh, you know, it's it's been in my blood forever, and then, uh, a friend of mine, Lewis Connor, had a uh, Farm again, and uh, I went down to use tip and work on it some, and trying to learn, you know, this, that, and other about it, and working on a light limited super stock. And we went to Lafayette, Tennessee one night. He said, "You go with me, you can drive tonight." And that's all it took, you know. It's, since then, I come home and I told my wife, "I said I, I'm going to start looking for a tractor." I found a rolling chassis up in Barrie, Wisconsin, and come up there and got it. Brought it home, took me five years to get it completely put together, and took a lot of shortcuts I wish I never took, and done a lot of stupid things, but uh, here lately I've been lucky, uh, got some good parts and stuff in it, still got a lot of stock parts in it, but you know, you don't have to break the bank to build one of these light limited supers, uh, they're, they're expensive, but they're not, you know, it's, it's kind of a beginner's class, it's what it's supposed to be. And it's called Light Limited for a reason. You know, that's that's why I got the name Light Limited, you know, at, uh, years ago. And, uh, you know, I, I, like I said, I've still got a lot of stock parts in mind. If I told you what all I had in stock, you wouldn't believe me. I'd have to show you. But, you know, there, there is a lot of stock parts still in my motor, and it's it's an original DT360 out of a school bus. 
Steve, before we let you go, I'm going to hit you with the classic question that, that Ryan Rusick pioneered on the show. And that is, if if you can take the keys to any vehicle, pulling vehicle of any era, what would you take the keys to? Where would you take the keys to? And the only places you can't do it is Farm Show, Bowling Green, or Toma. Past or present. Past or present. Any vehicle. Yeah, any era. I, I'm going to tell you this. Because it's my cousin, and I've always loved the tractor, I would go steal my cousin Tim Kane's Red Gambler, and I would take it to Brandenburg, Kentucky. I like it. I hope you heard that, Tim. I don't know if he's watching because tonight. I, see, I, haven't seen any, I haven't seen their names pop up in the comments, but they have watched before. So. Oh, yeah. Tim and Chris, are, you know, they're, they're my kin folk. They'll say cousins. I say Ken broke into Kentucky, but they're in Indiana. They say cousins. So that, that's what I was doing to the Keys, too. It was a great gambler. And I take it to Brandenburg, Kentucky, and take me a ride through the tunnel and up the track over there. I always love Brandenburg. It's a, for a county, it's a class one facility. I mean, you, you know, for a county fire, they put on one of the best shows in the state. And you know, if you don't see a good show, come on out to uh, Lexington North Park up there, I'll take Arena, 6th, 7th, and 8th. TNT's going to put on a good show up there this year. Awesome. Steve, Steve, thanks for coming on tonight. We really appreciate you doing this, promoting the sport. It takes an army of us to do that. So thank you very much, and good luck next weekend, sir. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Anytime, guys. Enjoy being here. Everybody have a happy new year and don't drink too much. <laughs> Perfect. Thanks, Thank Steve. We'll right. check Thanks, in with Steve. you guys. Thanks, we'll, guys. We'll, we'll be in touch on how it goes. That's fine. Thank you, brother. I didn't mean to kick him off that fast. Sorry, Charles. That's no, you're all good. Look at this guy. Look at Who's this. This is Tim Messer guy. <laughs> Tim, obviously we, we know who you are because we follow you very, very well. But for those Casual fans that watch the show and don't know the Thin Blue Line pulling truck or Tim Messer, can you just kind of give us your one-minute introduction of who you are, where you live? You know, you know what to do. Take over, and I'm going to put some pictures of the truck up while you're talking, if you don't mind. All right. Yeah, uh, my name is Tim Messer, and I'm originally from Walton, Kentucky, where I was born and raised. Um, <clears throat> I spent eight years in Louisville, um, where I went to the University of Louisville undergrad, and then. To, uh, to dental school there. So I'm a dentist by trade and I have relocated to Memphis, Tennessee. And uh, I have a practice down here and I have a, a wonderful family. And um, I am, my, my pulling team is, is uh, we collaborate with Bob Barbie and, and Bobby and uh, our shop together is up in his, um, his hometown of Springfield, Tennessee. So um, I'm on the road a lot between here and Nashville. And, and um, prior to that, I was on the road a lot between here and Northern Kentucky where um, I paired with the, the Sullivan family when I first started my career. That's a good, that's a good pairing. Tim, do you guys have a Facebook page for the actual team or is all the stuff on your personal page? Yeah, it's on, uh, I think on the fame Facebook, it's M3 pulling team. That's right. I couldn't remember. Got it. 
with your with your professional life and and what you've come to experience and what what is your upbringing like how did you come to pulling but then also be what you are in your professional life that's that's something like that's fascinating to me about you that you seem like sort of an unlikely character in the sport so that goes back to um my father dabbled in the sport with a modified tractor um i think it was just like a stock 460 ford but they ran the 24 five tires and uh, i think wayne sullivan actually built his first chassis and this was early to mid 70s and i was born in 75 and my brother in 76 and i think that's about the time that dad got out of the sport and so growing up we never we were just baseball basketball players uh, we didn't we weren't raised on a farm we we really had no introduction to trucking motorsports anything uh but we were fans and um, dad would take us to whether it was uh you know riverfront coliseum or the the local county fairs uh, we went to as much as we could and basically i grew up as a fan with the love and passion of somebody that that may have been in, involved in the sport and uh, for me, I, a lot of people have lots of dreams. Mine was always to be a, I just wanted to, to, uh, to be a truck and tractor puller, modified at first. And then as I got older, I, it really turned to the two wheel drive trucks. And um, I became a dentist for many reasons, but one of them was the sure fact that I thought it would be a way that I could have a, a, a more than average income and be able to afford to participate in a sport like this someday. That was the only way I was ever going to have a chance to do that because, um, you know, I've been in the sport over 10 years now and, and I'm still not a mechanic, never will be not a fabricator. Don't know a whole lot about motors or anything. I think I can drive pretty well and I've got an understanding of everything, but I completely rely on others for that. Um, but I've been able to foot the bill to get my foot in the door and I've been able to stay, stay in it by I think picking and choosing the right people and being lucky enough to be accepted by them to kind of teach me what I need to know. And, and that's enabled us to, to be able to continue on. And that doesn't just go for me. That's, that's my brother too, my dad. Um, that's just, we're always learning. We, we, I don't think I'll ever know what the other guys know and that's all right. We're having fun and we're, we've been decently good at times. So, um, you know, that's, that's kind of what my background was. I appreciate that so much about you because, you know, that's not the background I come from either. You know, my father was a research scientist and, and I grew up, you know, kind of on, on the academic path and, but just had this passion for the sport and I chose the announcer track and, and I'm totally good with that. I'm, I'm happy with what my place in the sport is not on the competitor side, but uh, yeah, that's, I, I really appreciate that about you in your team and what, what you guys have managed to do. That's awesome. Thanks. Hey, Tim, what does the M does the M three stand for? Like three messers or what is Where'd you That's, get that name? Yeah. You know, um, one of the things we, I, I had to do when I started gathering equipment, like the hauler and just different things was from a legal liability, I needed to do something with them. And so, you know, I formed a corporation and, you know, on the spot, they wanted me to give it a name. And I really didn't 
put a lot of thought into it. I just thought of my dad and brother and I as three messers. So it just came up with M3 pulling and it, I'm okay with that. I kind of like it. Oh, I love it. I love it. I just like to tell the story behind it a lot because I do some announcing as well, like Charles. And it's nice to tell some stories behind the scenes because what we typically have three to five minutes to pull, you know, to fill in between hooks. That's always good. That's a good story. So we're always going to let people now know for the rest of our life, whenever you got to the track, that that's how that all got started. So it's all good. Gotcha. The Thin Blue Line, that truck, that the name yeah. for that, that you, you had that name on a truck really before that as a, as a, a cultural thing resonated, where did that come from? Yeah. You know, um, it, it, it just came from, you know, my brother being in his profession as a police officer and, you know, just learning about it and learning the traditions they have. And, and the thin blue line represents a fallen officer. And, and, um, I knew I was, I was wanted to build another truck and I wanted something that would just dazzle a child more or less. And it, it just like, uh, you know, for me, when we'd go to the riverfront Coliseum, I would get to see, uh, the TNT fire truck and the mother jugs and speed ambulance. And I just, I mean, that, that was just a, a catcher. And I think that the entire sport depends on, just the, um, the the youth have an enthusiasm for the sport. And so I wanted to do what I could. And generically, I just didn't want to call it a police truck. And um, the more I thought about it, the more I thought the thin blue line and for it to actually believe, be a police truck, because I knew I was going to put the lights on it and dress it up. And um, But I wanted it to represent something and stand for something at the same time. And... Um, and I think we accomplished that. It's been, like you said, you know, we had that out before the country went to, um, you know, just went to to pieces. And, um, you know, timing was everything on that. And it, I think it's a popular truck because of that and, and because kids like it, uh, ladies like it, whatever. But, um, you know, it's, it's, it's just worked out. And I'm, I'm just glad that, that we did that and, and – um, Everybody that had a hand in it has just made it a showpiece. And I mean, and when we're not pulling, believe me, I've had that at many a car shows and it catches attention and um, I haven't brought home any trophies, but, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but um, you know, it's, there's always people there to see it. And, um, you know, they want us to start it up and everything. And then they see on, on the side, we also have the, the, um, the, the national officers, um, um, fallen memorial um, emblem on there and you know we in the past we've when we've been on the full circuit and we've asked for donations and we've made donations to that memorial fund and um, it's, it's just good to be a part of something represent something and you know when I can take that to a car show and, and take it and get a gathering of people to see it that know nothing about our sport then I'm being an ambassador for our sport at the same time and you know, I, th I think that's something we all could do more of, but um, but it's just it just works great all the way around. You're not just an ambassador. Everything you just said, this guy right here is a pulling historian because he's mentioning Mike Witt's fire truck puller and the mother jugs and speed ambulance puller. It's somebody who isn't just a Johnny come lately. He's he 
understands where this comes from. And I'm so happy to hear you make those references and have that, that cultural touchstone. I mean, you're, you're a true believer, man. That's awesome. Thanks. Well, I mean, you got to give credit where credit's due and, you know, um, there are so many good ambassadors for the sport, you know, when I was growing up and, and, you know, one of the luckiest things I think is that, you know, I got into this sport that, that was always a dream of mine by, um, by the heroes of mine, which was the Sullivan family. And, and I always thought that that Kentucky and tractor, um, it did the same thing. It just caught people's attention and made them fall in love with the sport. And, and by the way, I, I heard you asking um, them earlier about, you know, if you could drive a vehicle or whatever, I, I can tell you mine would be to hop in um, Wayne Sullivan's Kentucky and with the two engines, um, the tractor, the where he could drop the third in there, but take the third out, leave the two in the front and put me in the Houston Astrodome. And I would yes. love to take that down the track. Houston there. Astrodome, the Houston Astrodome. That's, that's a, awesome. That's, that's a unique answer for that. And that's, yeah, that's cool as hell. Yeah, I, I would love to have seen the crowd back in the day and, and uh, made a pass on a vehicle like that. I remember watching it on TV. I thought it might there. Be. So, you know, that's, that's the effect it had on me and, you know, anything we can do these days to have those kinds of effects on someone else, we, you know, we, we may keep this sport growing. Tim, what are some of your early pulling memories? Um, yeah, I think my first pulling memory was the, the first trip down the track and competition was, um, that, that, that one stands out to me because uh, it was unique. We were in, in the original driller truck, and it had an automatic motor in it. I'm sorry, transmission in it, which we, we took out later. But um, just doing that for the first time and, and making a decent pass, um, you know, with the nerves raging and, and um, just seemed like, you know, waiting a lifetime to do something like that, that's just a memory that, you know, you, you can't replace. And, um, uh, of course the first win first Louisville trip, uh, so, so many good ones like that. Um, so original driller that would that have been Leo K's Corvette? Uh, no, that it just, just the original driller for me is what I meant by that. But, but you're right. I guess that is the original driller two wheel drive truck, um, of all time. What's the difference? Jim, what do you know so about- you've had that opportunity to do that, uh, to, to run a two-wheel drive with, with an automatic and then, you know, the open driveline slipper clutch. What's the difference like to do something like that? How, how, what's the driver's seat feel of torque converter versus slipper clutch? You know, that was so long ago, and I, I just had um, – I think a couple test passes and that one uh, pass in competition. So it, it's hard for me really to describe that. But I'll tell you the, the biggest thing was just moving the truck around. I mean, when you 
you know, you're, you're not engaging a throttle and making it go as you'd like. Uh, there, you're, you're basically in forward or reverse and just hanging on and, and uh, you know, holding brakes. I mean, same as what the super mod four-wheel drives do. And uh, you see when they flip them in reverse, of course, the back ends will pop up in the air. Well, the two-wheeler is not going to do that. But um, and, and I don't know anyone else out there that's even doing that at this point in time. I know in the, in, in the past there's been some. Um, but no one had had really been successful, kind of in the in the more modern area era, excuse me. And uh, you know, it's a good idea. And it might have worked. You know, I I don't know. You could ask Donnie and Danny about if they thought they could make it any better or whatever. But um, but it was a good idea. And there's, I th I think the drawback to that is is uh, input shafts and having the right parts. Um, to hold up seems like that was the problem we were having at that time um, you know I, I don't know maybe things could be machined better um, I think those were stock parts at that point uh, I don't know and I might be saying all that wrong like I said earlier I'm not a mechanic and uh, you know that's been 10 plus years ago when I knew even less then than what I know now so um, but I don't know if I answered your question or not but just the I biggest difference I, I noticed was moving it around the pits yeah. No, you're you're right on. I I think that you know the, the the in the pits feels probably a thing. The durability has definitely been a thing, and and nowadays, um, a lot of what we see in the drag racing side of things with with billet input shafts and, and billet stators and stuff, you know, the, there's the durability pieces now there on a torque converter, but can it be made to work in a pulling environment? I I don't know that because. No one's really tried. I, I, there's a drivability question I've got, and yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's gonna take, it's gonna take some morons who are willing to risk a lot of money to try <laughs> and see what the hell happens. And uh, until someone does, I don't think we'll ever know. Yeah, I agree. And, and I'm, I've been, um, I feel a guinea pig for some things, and. I don't want to do that anymore. <laughs> and nor and the other thing to that is, you know, you have to be a person that you've got to be able to pull often. And my schedule is just basically limiting me to um, the the champions tour at this point. And uh, you know, there's a time where I was if if there was a pull on a weekend, we were trying to make it because we were wanting to learn things like that and. Um, that just, I, I can't do that these days. And, uh, you know, there's, there are those that obviously can. So, you know, maybe someday we'll know that answer or, or, you know, the answers to many other things. Tim, let's talk about the Kentucky invitation a little bit. I'm assuming you've pulled this event in the past. I have. Yeah. Um, you know, this will probably be our seventh or eighth time there. I would say, um, I think this is maybe the 10th anniversary, if I'm right, or somewhere yes. around there. And I yes. think we'll be only once or twice, maybe. How have you done there? Did you say you've won it a couple times? Um, we've won. We won. I think Brian won um, one evening, um, and then I won a Saturday night um, a couple of years ago. So yeah, we've had two wins there, and, and we've had some second, several second place finishes. So maybe, maybe for some spectators, you know, maybe coming for the first time or haven't been there before, Tim, what would be some selling points, you know, why they should come check it out? Well, you know, if you want to see, 
really good pulling, um, you know, it, it, without, uh, you know, having to, to go too far. Um, and it's a great centralized area. It's kind of like Louisville and the farm show. I mean, it's right in the, the dead center of the country. If you, or Midwest rather, if you, if you're traveling very far, uh, but especially if you're local, I mean, you've got some of the best in the country, um, pulling right there in, in the time of year uh, where everybody's in and you've got basketball on TV or some reality show, get out of the house and go see it and support it. Uh, I think you'd be surprised at the quality of everything there. Brad wants to know, will you be back in Ocala this year, Tim? We're, we're not going to be able to make that trip this year. Um, I tell you, if I could, I would. Um, I'd been wanting to go there for several years, but I didn't want to go compete there and then go to the farm show the next weekend as just too risky and not enough time in case something were to happen. And last year it worked out great. And, um, man, I, I, what a heck of a crowd, both the afternoon on Saturday and Saturday night was just crazy busy. Um, and Friday night crowd too, not to, to leave that out, but, um, that's a heck of a place. And, and, and that's, that's something I think everybody ought to go and see at least once. Uh, as a puller uh, in a two-wheel drive, brand-new motor combination, I, I don't recommend to anyone else doing that until you figure out what you've got. Then you can go play. Because <laughs> it's definitely a different um, track in, in, in by every sense that, uh, that one can imagine. I've never been on another surface like that. And I'm not saying that in a negative way. It's just a tricky way for a two-wheeler. And, uh, there's plenty of guys down there that kick my butt because they, they know how to manage it, but uh, I didn't do very well. <laughs> we'll just put it that way. It happens. It happens to the best of us, Tim. No no worries about that. What night are you hooking? What's your qualifying night, your qualifying session uh, at, can, at Lexington? So um, Brian is hooking in the thin blue line on Thursday night, and I believe that each night starts at 7 o'clock, I believe, the 6th, 7th, and 8th. Um, I am on Friday night okay. and I believe Brian has got the first hook on Thursday night and I'm not sure what hook number I've got. Um, but, um, but I, yeah, but that, that, that's what we are in the preliminaries. Awesome. Well, unless Charles or Cody, do you have anything else left for Tim? We've taken up enough of Tim's time tonight. No, he, he, he nailed it. Thank yep. you, Tim, so much for your time tonight. That's, that was yeah. awesome. Appreciate you so much. Sure. Tim, yeah, I love, as a showpiece, your truck, the, the fact, you know, I love that you said you wanted something that the kids remember. And the first time I saw your truck was up in Hillsboro, Wisconsin, and the lights, and it's just awesome. Thank you so much for doing that, to give something for the kids to remember. I, I absolutely love that. Thank you. Uh, no, no, you don't have to thank me for that. That's that's my pleasure. I, I love it. I, just, um, I'm, I'm just glad people like it. Um, and I hope it uh, it just brings people to the sport. That was the whole purpose. So it is. anyway, thank you guys for what you do and for what you're doing to the sport also. Thanks, Tim. I hope uh, we're going to hopefully you get enough fan votes so you can bring that beautiful truck up to the trucks up to Nashville, Illinois, the 13th to 14th of May. So oh, I'd love to be there. I'd love it. We'd love to have you. Tim, thank you. Cody, Charles, anything else for Tim? I'm good. It. Thank you, Tim, so much. Thanks, Tim. Have a great night, buddy. Thank you. All right, you too. Tucker, can you hear me? Tucker. Tucker, can you hear me? Clint. Yeah, I can hear you. Hey, buddy. How are you? Good. 
Good. Well, tonight we were, we've been talking, we talked to Steve Dye and Tim Messer about Lexington, Kentucky. That's next weekend. And then the following weekend is the Midwest Winter Nationals. So, Yeah, don't remind me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, give us some updates. What do we want? What do we need people to know? Um, well, we, we, uh, we had Justin Stuckersnyder build that toy, of Thurman Mumford's tractor, and he got that done, and Ryan got that posted. What did I do? What was that? Sorry about that. Oh. Uh, <clears throat> Ryan got that posted, we got tickets for sale online. Uh, we sold a boatload of those tickets already. Good. And um, <clears throat> uh, we will probably hopefully get those in our hands, and we'll start mailing them out to the the – People who bought them already, uh, hopefully by the end of the week. I, I think we've sold probably more in the past than than, than this deal, but it's been a long time ago, and uh, I was very overwhelmed with the amount of pre-sale tickets from Thurman's Tractor we've already sold. It's it's pretty amazing. That's awesome. I've been seeing a lot of the messages come through the Facebook page, so it looks it looks amazing. What's all going on? Any surprises on class entries or anything like that, Clint? So far that you've had. No, I mean, uh, the classes are really, really good. Um, really thank everybody that showed up. We're a little disappointed in our light limited numbers. Um, don't know how to motivate that that group of guys. Uh, we're really going to really sit down and think about that uh, the whole situation uh, after <laughs> after January. Um, I don't think the I just don't think the 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 competitive edge is there to keep them at the level we've had them in the past. We're going to do something, something else, go another direction. But um, if the building would let us run a little more alcohol fumes in there, and they keep saying they're going to put ventilation in here, we'll see. Because um, Lord knows I got a lot of buddies with, with uh, two-wheel drive, four-wheel drive trucks and big alcohol supers. So Yes, you we do. Can, we can fill that void. That's not a problem. And I remember them yeah. trying to go down the track and ran tool, and I remember my eyes burning for three weeks. So. <laughs> I, 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 yeah, hope you, I hope you light limited super stock guys are listening to this. Uh, the the big supers in Gordyville that one year, I don't know <laughs> what happened. There was something in the water because we had them all. And yep. <laughs> we were blowing stuff out of the ceiling. And we had to get moose on a forklift and pick an extension cord that, that I think uh, one of the cheese extractors blew, blew out of the ceiling. <laughs> it, was, it was wild. But it was Saturday night. I think everybody was so... Uh, on their way that nobody cared no no lights yeah. were swinging and everything else oh it was it was wild yeah but uh but yeah i mean with with the amount of good quality light supers there are in the united states um you know that's that's going to be hard if if the building will allow us to have them it's, it's and, and those guys want to come play with us it's going to be hard to uh ignore you know 25 tractors that want to come run but um, but the mini rods are good. Everything's really good. I mean, it's. I mean, of course the the uh, we're getting a cancellation or two every day, which is aggravating because the guys you know can't get their parts, and it's not their fault. They're trying, but that's just part of this part of the game when we've been in it for eighteen years. But we're still going to have enough tractors to go down a track. Oh, <laughs> or yeah. be um, no, 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 no issues on that at all. <laughs> Uh, weather extended weather forecast looks good um and uh you know it doesn't look like it's going to be too cold and 
and of course I'm trying to buy snow insurance so it'll, it won't snow a flake. So that I protect that every year. Um, but yeah, I think we're 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 slowly but surely getting equipment ready, working on the working on the, the warm up box now, and it's got some issues. It's got a million tractors run over it, and then it's life, and it's having to work on that, and hopefully we'll have that ready to go and loaded this week. But uh, all kinds of things. Brian Lobby got the program about done today. I sit down and at the office and made myself draw all the numbers through the computer program we wrote up and uh, they look pretty good. I don't think anybody's going to throw a fit about it. Um, Zolik should have them put up on the website soon. I emailed them back to him today, but uh, um, tickets are for sale. Um, we can start selling a lot of tickets every day and then looks like we're going to um, have several uh, pretty good, pretty good tractors and pretty good, pretty good crowd. Um, what it sounds because everybody keeps calling me wanting to know if I got any extra hotel rooms and I don't <laughs> go to Goshen. They got plenty. <laughs> sounds good, man. But uh, um, main thing is that we're doing now is we're, we're still seeking trophy sponsors. Um, we're trying to find some, uh, some sponsors to pick up the, uh, put their name on the diesel truck trophies. And, um, I think I got a couple, maybe like one of the pro farm classes. I still got to sell, but been had, had really good response from that, you know, heritage iron magazine, uh, all over heritage magazine. I sold one to some Pico tonight. I mean, just on and on and on. You know, we've got, we got good supporters. How are you doing on box seat sales? We got bo we got most of the box seats sold. I mean, I've I've had a ton of people ask me about them, and they think we have ones down to end zone, and we don't. You know, the ones we have left are from about eighty foot back towards the sled on both sides of the track. Um, they come with eight all weekend all access passes, so it's it's about it's five dollars more a ticket to go ahead and get seven buddies and buy a box seat and have some place to throw your code or your whatever you want to throw down there and it's still be able to me meander around and then that your box seat ticket is a pit pass so you can go back and forth in the pits as much as you want they're they're fourteen hundred and forty dollars which everybody gets uh, sticker shock but you know you, you go to multiplying you know twenty five dollars at the gate times eight you know you're just five dollars a head short so um and that box is yours you know from this from this year on so if there's any cancel <clears throat> cancellations down the road you move on down the, the track where just there's a finish line. So we have several of those left, especially on the, on the non-smoke tube side. And that's, that's a, you know, we're 320 foot track. So there's a lot, lot, you can, there's a lot of real estate there. Oh yeah. I mean, and some people like to sit starting line. I, I mean, I'm not one of those guys, but some people like to sit on there, but we have a lot of those available. Remind people Has what uh, what what the Has food moons? is. What's uh what's how's the vendor how's the vendor row looking? Uh, it's about the same as last year. <clears throat> um, about about all of them that was there last year, other than Chaos, is not there this year. Of course, they're trying to get that tractor done at Phillips for the farm show, which I fully understand. Um, I think Stanson's bringing a bringing a tractor this year because he wants to put it beside Jason's T-shirt stand. Um, that's good, and I think the rest of them. Pretty much the same as we've had in the past. Lots of tires, lots of new tire guys. <clears throat> so, 
I think it'll be it'll be plenty of stuff to look at. If there's if you've got a, if you've got a vacancy on vendor row, how do they get a hold of you? Uh, they can go on the website and just uh, look under sponsorship vendor information. They can print that sheet right off and send it in, and then all their stuff will be waiting for them when they get there. Sounds good. What else? Uh, what else do people need to know about what's going on for Midwest Winter Nationals? Oh, um, you know. A lot of people want to know, <coughs> uh, been asking what, what our class orders and stuff are. And I told them, I said, we determined that the day of the show. Um, yep. Start times are 11 and 6 about every day. Um, everybody keeps asking me how cold it is in the building. It's not cold at all. No. Um, the uh, uh, people keep asking me um, how they think the show will go. I keep telling them. Hopefully we're done at midnight every every night. We try not to go very late, but we got a lot of vehicles. We got a lot of tractors. If somebody wants a media pass, is there anything they got to do? Um, we are limited media passes because it gets to be pretty monotonous. Anybody who thinks they need to take pictures in there needs to contact Jesse Post or Big Ryan. They're the two guys that's kind of in charge of the picture taking. Otherwise, you get fifteen or twenty guys in there that are standing in or getting in people's box seats with unannounced and unwelcomed. And it starts to become a monotonous problem. So, um, we got, we got three pretty good photographers. We're not looking, we're not looking for very many more, more welcome. Come in, buy a ticket, buy a pit pass, sit in the stands, take as many pictures as you want. But as far as along the track, we got, I think we're good. We got our three or four professionals. Fair enough. Sounds good, man. Um, but other than that, I mean, <clears throat> I think we're I think we're good to go. I mean, we, I I think uh, I think it's gonna be here before we before we're ready. <laughs> uh, but yeah, way before I'm ready. I've been studying the uh, the entry list, trying to trying to get schooled up, and oh man, yeah, I I know your I know your sentiment there. I'm good with that. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I mean, when we get uh, messages the page every day, you know about hotels you know best thing is just google it um the temperature in the building's warm yes they have beer and uh last year they had good food so i don't think Sounds they'll start good, or, or uh, get there to be thirsty <laughs> when there is it pretzels is that is that the the food choice right if i heard that right yeah they have the 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 ladies make the homemade pretzels, and then they have uh, they have a little bit of everything in that one concession area. Um, we we got to eat in their pork pork chop for pork loins. So they were pretty good, but yeah, they they know, they know what they're doing up there. I think we had a five minute discussion about just the pretzels themselves last time, Charles. <laughs> yes, we did. But yeah, that a lot of people were taking them home with them last year on Saturday night. I know, I know. People have taken like pretzels home and like froze them so they could eat them later. So that wouldn't be that wouldn't be a bad idea. Yep. And popcorn. I think popcorn. Wasn't there a popcorn guy too? Yeah, Russ. Yep. <clears throat> Russ had his popcorn after too. Um, I assume that they probably still get their popcorn from Russ. He's right down the street. Yep. But I think I think um, Travis said they're about done with their horse shows. They'll start moving some dirt in. I would say probably later next week. Then we'll uh, we'll be there the Monday, starting the 
the Monday of the, the week of the show, we'll be there. We'll get the track put in, get the pit area figured out, and be ready to start getting tractors in there in the building as quick as we can. Because it, it'll be 50 degrees until we're ready to roll. Then it'll be the coldest week of the week, coldest week of the year so far. Yeah, that was it was it was cold as shit last year. Like it was great on Wednesday. It, it just tapered throughout the week. I mean, I I I didn't know how I was going to start even the truck out in the parking lot, and yeah, it was brutal. We had, I'm back. Jason's back. The Texas internet guys that just came and got me. So that's all I don't I care. I don't care. Just as long as we get to start up one of them tractors, we're gonna we're gonna. <laughs> Tucker, it's 80 degrees in Texas. What's it like in Effingham, buddy? About 40, 45 here today. Wasn't bad. Okay. It's unusually warm. We're going to pay for it drastically. Hopefully it's in February, not January. Yep. You know Tucker? Steve? No. Steve, where are you from again in Illinois? Galesburg. Where's Galesburg, Illinois at, Tucker? Galesburg's just, just south of uh, the Quad Cities on 74. Okay, so I'm in Steve. I know you can't see me, but I'm in Steve Ho Hovine shop down in Texas. I got to know him. He has a diesel garden tractor puller and a couple other ones. And we're down here visiting some friends. So I called him this morning. I'm like, hey, how close are you to Grapevine, Texas? And he said, about 40 miles. And I said, cool, I'm coming over tonight. <laughs> <laughs> and he's got he's making me wear a mean green pulling shirt. And there's a whole bunch of John Deere stuff in the background, Tucker. So yeah, I see it's, that. it's awesome. Awesome. But <laughs> but he's got bird dog peach whiskey and you guys. <laughs> I figured there'd be like a mean green sticker going on the remedy. You think so? Oh, that, yeah. We can make that <laughs> yeah, happen. Yeah, we got that. We can make that happen. <laughs> so I, I imagine Tucker knows Vogel Manufacturing. You can ask him. He can hear you. Do you know Vogel, Kevin Vogel? Yeah, the, I, I live about 10 minutes from their shop. So he's that's who built my uh, my motor and one of my tractors back here. And, of sure. course, I get a lot of parts from, from them, from Chuck and Kevin. Yeah. I used to buy camshafts off Chuck from a Super Farm Tractors. Yep. Yeah, they do a lot of cams out of there. Yeah, Google yeah. Cam, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, they, cool. They do a lot of stuff. Yep. They're in this. They're in the same uh, the same uh, industrial park where Kirk Eckner has the big Pro Farm tractor. His shop's you yeah. know real close to theirs. That that big sixty thirty John Deere. Yeah. Yep. One of the womp womps. Yep. Clint, <clears throat> earlier Steve Dye mentioned that. You know, events like yours, the Midwest Winter Nationals and the Lexington, that's his Louisville. And that has always been, besides the fact I like you and I like what you do for the sport, that has been my number one draw to the Midwest Winter Nationals. It's a, it's the, it's, it's your Louisville if you're a hot farm guy or a pro farm guy or a gal or, you know, some of the classes that don't get that big nod, if you will. And I know that you can't have every class at every poll. We both know that as a promoter, but that has been the one thing where I've loved how you, have taken um, you and your team have basically taken three or four different classes, different associations and merge them together. It's a hell of, it's hell to announce for it, Tucker, because we have no idea that this guy weighs 8,300 and his, <laughs> his turbo is this, but how you do it and, uh, and to get everybody to work together over the years, Clint, it's, it's been absolutely amazing. What a challenge. I'm going to study the shit out of the rule book. <laughs> nobody's listening, Charles, nobody's listening anyway. Don't worry. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> <clears throat> It's about me, not about them. <laughs> well, the, the the we had a lot of help uh, when we write the rules up. We asked a lot of guys off the dinos, you know, Brian Scott, Kevin Ingle King, Hearts, 
those guys are the ones that will guide you down the right path. Tells you what kind of foot pounds of torque and horsepower the guys got. And you got to keep updating that because things, they go faster every year, but hopefully we, we get it right more and we get it wrong. They did. So Travis has been texting me wanting to know, you know, what kind of beer everybody wants. I think I got him squared away on that. He was, they have to put their beer order in by January 3rd, Clint. And then you did, you did say something about the ventilation. There was never any issues at all last year's ventilation. That building, you guys, if you have not been to the, the ship Shawana, the mech, the mech center, it's, it's amazing. And the pullers loved it. The room, um, everything was great about that entire, that entire venue. But it, if you ever could get some big supers in there, Alki supers or two wheelers, Tucker, that would be be amazing, buddy. I think they are going. They're going to put some of the, I call them peak fans on the, on either end. Um, they were going to do that. I don't know if they got that done yet or not. But I know I looked at their schedule for March, and I think they're going to have NTEPA's like supers in there. And if they get those guys in there, they're going to have to need. They're going to need a little bit of you know. A lot of times, all you need is fans that's pulling fresh air in, and those fumes will go out to the other end. If you have one end pulling, the other one pushing, they got they did that there at uh, Eaton when those guys got to do that pull in that building, and they kept that air in there perfect. Yeah, but but I, <clears throat> if they get the peak fans put in, we'll definitely entertain a little meaner alcohol stuff. You can't run a hundred of them, but you, you can. Probably have little classes of 12 or 15 of them, but you could do it on purpose instead of, you know, trying to, or light limiteds, we have to scatter the alcohol tractors out throughout the class. And this year there's only like six or eight of them in each, in each uh, class. So it shouldn't be that bad. And the mini rods, they don't hurt nothing. Um, the little blown ones, they, they didn't get that bad at all last year. The chop chop. Let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> but, well, uh, do we have anything else for Clint tonight, Charles or Cody? I'm good, unless he's got something for me. But we can maybe take that off offline. So yep. Tucker, plan on plan on next Monday as well, and the Monday yep. before. If you want me to get anybody else from the team, just let us know, please. Yeah. So well, like I said, just the, the tickets for the raffle, the the tour we're raffling off so, uh, online for sale, and um, hopefully. The print shop took a little more time off for the holidays than I thought. I thought I'd have them in hand today. It's going to be probably Friday. So for the tickets, we'll look, yeah, and I'll I'll fill those out and I'll send you the stub. It's got the number on it, and um, then we'll hopefully draw your number out there in January. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Thanks, Clint. Have a good night, buddy. buddy. You guys, thank you. Thank you, Clint. Uh, take care. Midwest Winter Nationals, January 13th, 14th, and 15th, guys. It's going to be awesome. Um, and if you can get to Lexington as well. But that that arena, I mean, I can speak for that arena at, uh, at Shipshawana. It's Charles can too. I know, Cody, I don't know if he got out there last year, but it's a for an indoor facility, it's – I don't know if he could find much better place. So I haven't been anywhere, everywhere, but that's it's, a damn good one, guys. It's been occupying my dreams for weeks, and I just – yeah, I can't wait for this. This is going to be epic. The hard, the hard part for me is I'm calving right in the middle of that. So. Oh yeah, no, we get me, it. I would love to go, and Rise trying to get me to go still, and I was like, I can't. Yes, you can. <laughs> Do it. 
I'm already, I'm already gone a week afterwards. So for being yeah, that week like, doesn't matter. It's the only the week <laughs> that we're 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 at here. Come on, let's make this happen. I All right, guys. Charles, Cody, you ready to start? You ready to start the tractor? Let yeah, do yeah. it. Yeah, okay, let's go. So, this, so I'm in Princeton, Texas, at Steve Hoban's place. He's got a um. This is the Alter Ego tractor. He went to the pro stock. Larry, I'm I'm already in. I was gonna say we don't want to see you, Jason. We want to see that. Yeah, no, I'm. I get this. No, it, actually, you know what? You, you're you're in a closed you're in a closed structure. Go to the other one. It's the 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 three cylinder diesel. Oh, that's not running right now, Charles. Oh shoot! Hold on, let me get the camera right here. Oops, sorry. Ready? Yeah, do it. Fuel, fuel works, Charles, he said. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 Goose it before you lose it. They're used to this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's got a little bit kind of a wicked cam in it, so it doesn't idle real, real smooth yeah. until you get it up to. But it's a five thousand RPM tractor. Uh, originated a fourteen horse Kohler, and it's putting a little over thirty horse. Not real crazy modifications. Like I say, it's it's a hot stock tractor, is what we call it. Okay. So uh, they're getting. I mean, these these blocks, the bigger blocks, sixteen horse blocks, they're getting eighty. 90 horsepower out of these things. It's awesome. So. Yeah. So, so is that fire bottle actually a fire bottle or a nitrous bottle? No, it is a fire bottle. We uh, Our rules require us to have a pound and a half on it. Those are Vogel wheels there. We were just talking about Vogels up there. Those are all their stuff. Guys, this thing is super sharp. Like, super sharp. These things run the billet rear ends. Uh... They're basically Dodge, Dodge seven and a quarter rear ends is what's in them. Is it a, a cub based chassis with a no, John Deere? We, uh, we do all custom chassis. Everything's cut. The only cub parts on this thing is the, the rear end case. That's the only cub part in this tractor. Okay. And then the diesel is all. Did you say it was eight and a quarter or is it something similar? What'd you say, Charles? Sorry, bud. Yeah, no, if being cub based is eight and a quarter rear end or something smaller. So the cup the cub case with a little bit of grinding and modifications, you can take the cub rear end out and put a uh, dodge seven and a quarter, like a dart rear end 
Um, and of course, there's there's several manufacturers out there that build billet rear ends now. And they, nice. I mean, the sky's the limit with them. You can buy everything, uh, ring and pinions, the gear sets, everything. We've got, uh, I mean, anything. Just any, everything's available for them. It's amazing. Nice. They're, they're beautiful tractors, and you guys done a great job. I, I love what you've done. Thank you. And the like the diesels, we run planetaries on those. Those got planetary rear ends in them. Uh, again, all custom built. Stuff. What are you running for on the diesels? What are you running for the engines? Is it Volkswagen based or? or no, these are all three cylinder. Uh, our rules require you have to run a uh, a garden tractor rear end. So that's where we get the Cub uh, case, the rear end case, and then everything else is custom inside. We run four speed rear ends. Um, the motor is, I run Yanmar in my pro stock tractors. They're three cylinder Yanmars. They're 75 cubic inch. And uh, again, the sky's the limit. Everything that you guys do with the big tractors, we do with the small tractors. We've got the Bosch uh, pumps on them, modified pumps from uh, Fair Valley, you know, does my pumps. Um, again, <laughs> how much do you want to spend? Single charger or you guys compound? No, just single. Rules require only allow us to do single charger. Okay. No, it's awesome. I, I love it. It's 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 what the it's what the sport's about, and you guys have found a spot, and it's it's tremendous. I love that. So, so we do in the in the diesels. We have a limited pro stock, which is a, a seventy cubic inch. You have to run a box pump. Uh, there's quite a few limitations with that, and then we run pro stock. I've got two pro stock tractors. That runs 75 cubic inch, and you can run a, a external pump, which is where we use the Bosch pumps, and uh, two to three times the horsepower. You, you just kind of just kind of stole my question because I have never been around garden pulling tractors at all. Like they don't, they just don't have them out here. So I was curious of what what are the classes, what some of the differentiators. Check this pump out real look quick. At that. Look at that. You want to see Pumps are about the size of the motor. <laughs> <laughs> he had, when I got here, guys, he had him sitting them on the table where I have my computer sitting. We were going to show them off, so we put them off to the side right away. But, man, it was super, That's super epic. funny. So. Sorry, yeah, Cody. Cody, what, Cody's, Cody, what was your point. question? So, uh, I mean, I, I have no garden tractor pulling it out here, so I'm curious of – uh, you kind of stole a little bit of that, but like, what are the classes and what's some of the differentiatings between some of those classes? So, so the actual garden tractors, there's a lot more than diesel. Obviously you have from stock, you have youth stock, you have stock, you have uh, hot stock, stock altered. They have pro stock, limited pro stock. I mean, there's, there's a lot of classes I don't even know about that they run up North being down here from Texas. But uh, again, you go from single cylinder to V twins, um, up to the diesels. We run uh, four cylinder mini rods down here. We run V8 mini rods, non supercharged, um, you know, non turboed. So we go, like our club down here, we go from youth 14 horse stock tractors all the way up to V8 mini rods. We uh, don't allow anything larger than a uh, 2612 tire. And uh, I think there's a 1,900 pound weight limit on the, the mini rods. So we have one sled that handles everything. So, so will you guys travel as far as like the big tractor guys? I mean, for for events, or are you guys because you have clubs and stuff, or you stay pretty local on most of them? So in Texas, uh, we probably do about a 
Oh, a couple hundred mile radius here in Texas. A local pole could be three hours away, four hours away. That's local for us. Uh, but I actually travel up north with the, the diesels. Pretty much I've got to come to Ohio, uh, Kentucky, Tennessee. I got to go up that far to run with, you know, a, a good amount of tractors. I'm really the only two uh, pro stock diesels in Texas. You guys are paying attention. That's a, That was a common style bull in that piston. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Is it calico coated? Yes. Okay. Yeah. It is calico coated. Yeah. You guys, you guys are paying attention. Is this cool, Charles? This is awesome. That's that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. They're uh, they're pretty pricey too, because you can, <laughs> as you can imagine, they don't build a whole lot of them. Four sixty six injectors tips. No shit. You guys are. That's what you're stabbing in there. Yep. That's what we are. <laughs> I love it. That's awesome. That's no, the table shakes. Is yeah. Good. I'm just going to blame it on the John Deere hat. I got on. Yeah. That's go. going on. <laughs> so, so random question since I'm not used to that. So I know some of like the ATV and UTV racing, they're cryo heating parts to dissipate heat and add some more power. You guys, are you going to see any of that? In, in yes. Your- yeah, there's. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, my cams come from Vogel. We were just talking about Vogel cams and that's, that's who does our cams. Uh, Chuck does them. I think Kevin does them as well. Um, this again, the sky's the limit with every, every, every part we do the same thing you guys do. Well, and I think that's cool. And you know, Ed, Ed is, he helps with the outlaw garden tractor series in Wisconsin. In Illinois, it's the best way to get a kid into pulling. My son started on his stock garden tractor at age four and has been pulling ever since. And everybody we ever interview, Steve, they say they drove something once and they yeah. were hooked forever. Charles, Charles is hooked forever because of that Cody just takes pictures and he's hooked with it. So he hung, he hangs out with us. I started so. garden tractor pulling in out of Galesburg at the Knox County Fairgrounds and uh, garden tractor pulled all around there as a kid. And, uh, that's where I got started, got out of it forever when I moved away and grew up. But when I got down here, I saw a garden tractor sitting on the side of a barn and I thought we're going to get into it again. So, uh, and it came from Indiana, actually our club did. The um, so Lone, Star, Lone Star Garden Tractor Pullers Association. Yeah. Guys. LSGTPA. For Lone those Star. of them, Texas were, I mean, is it pretty much North Texas or? Yeah. This? Yeah. We're pretty much North Texas. We've got a few members down south. Our founding member, one of our founding members, is down there, College Station. Okay. Um, but yeah, pretty much North Texas, Waco North. And we try to do a pole or two down south of there. Nice. I've never actually hooked an antique or an antique antique. I've never actually hooked a garden tractor. Yeah. No, I've hooked fun. antiques, but all the way right to through to mods. But I've never done a never done a garden tractor. Everything y'all do, just smaller scale. Our sled's about 8,000 pounds. Um, you know, we just change the gears and the way the, the box, how quick the box goes forward from from a 1,000-pound uh, stock garden tractor to a 1,900-pound mini rod. The same sled does it all. We just change the, the gear ratio on it. And we got grouser bars that drop for the V8s and the four-cylinders. Same, oh, nice. same kind of deal. It's badass, man. You guys, you, you, you guys do it. It's it's no. it's awesome. You guys do it on the same level. Yeah, yeah. And it's you know it's bigger up north. Honestly, I'm a I'm a Yankee transplanted down here, and 
we do what we can here. Well, I think, you know, like we've talked about Charles and Cody in the past, sometimes it just needs to get introduced to somebody before it can really take off. You know, and yes. Steve's committed to it, um, you know, and more and more people will do it. So, yeah, just introduce it to a new spot and believe in it. And, and you guys do. And, yeah, it's it's cool. I love it. Well, I'm gonna show the I'm gonna show the tractors off one more time, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna head back to, over to my friends, guys, if that's okay. Charles, yeah. and, yep. Cody here, but here is the one that the alter ego tractor you started up earlier. Good looking piece. This thing is uh, this thing's awesome. The tires on these tractors, awesome. Very very cool. And then here's the here's the three cylinder diesel one he was talking about. So we can't start this one up. It's not quite ready to do that. So what do you got there, Steve? There's a girdle for the three-cylinder diesels. <laughs> like I said, everything. Every, we do, we yeah. do all the same stuff. No, that's cool. Jeez. That's epic, man. But here's the diesel tractor. Kind of close look there. So, And then this is, I hate to show this, but to all the John Deere fans, that's a, that's a sticker <laughs> you've got right there on there. That's pretty cool. So, But that's what it looks like, guys. So. Got some nice stuff here in the shop. It's your classic pulling shop, Charles. Full of parts. There's parts we just wanted to show because he says it's not clean enough and organized enough. So it's all good, man. That's that's awesome. Love what well, you Steve, love what you're doing down there. Steve, thank you for your time thank tonight. You. We really appreciate you doing this. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I you know how I am, Charles. Hey, I'm in Texas. What are you doing tonight? <laughs> you, you're doing right, some cool ass shit, what you're doing. <laughs> We've got an A in the shop that's tore down. I got to move that out. I got to get four wheelers yeah. out. I got to. He's been hustling today. We got it. No problem. He said I did motivate him a little bit. Yeah. 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 No, you so. definitely motivated a lot of people because what you guys are doing is is top of the shelf. It's awesome to see that. Love it. Andrea Beckett says, been at it for 21 years. Couldn't imagine doing anything else. I don't think people realize how big it is nationally. No. All of Steve's tractors are top notch. So that's pretty cool. So, well, guys, Charles, Cody, do you guys have anything else at all? I think that's it for tonight. I'm, I'm going to wrap it up here with Steve. Um, the Pullers Championship, everybody. This is the last week for the invites. Um, then we're going to go to the fan votes. It's going to be pretty, yeah. going to be pretty awesome. I think Brett Berg was announced today for the modified yes. class. You know, so we have all your national pullers coming to Nashville May 13th and 14th. It's gonna be it's gonna be awesome. So I don't know. Charles, you good, buddy? I'm good. Let's I'm I'm excited for next week when we do go to the fan vote because it's about you guys. It's about what all of you want to see at this event. And when would all when all when push comes to shove. How much do we pay the guys? You're a part of that. You yep. come. You you decide. You pay your entry fee, and it all goes to the, the guys who are pulling. So you know we're gonna do this thing, and now we really go to where the heart of the sport is, and that's with all of you. Very good. Again, thanks to Steve Dye. Tim Messer for coming on tonight, promoting Lexington, Kentucky Invitational, January 4th, 5th, and 6th. I think those are the dates. 
Yes. Yes. Okay. And then Ship Shawana Midwest Winter Nationals. We had Clint Tucker on. Again, I'm hanging out with Steve Hoven shop here in Princeton, Texas. So I'm going to wrap it up and head back into Dallas and um, have some fun with my friends. And Charles, thank you for coming on tonight. Cody, um, appreciate you guys. Have a great night. Safe travels, bud. See you soon. Thanks, bud. Later, guys. All right.